0: Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist, Matt Aegis, is talking about tick bites and mammalian meat allergies, with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who has never been bitten by a tick, but also has no intention of doing so in the future. So ticks, they're not nice, are they? And unfortunately, if you're unlucky enough to get bitten by one, they can cause all sorts of problems, from life-threatening reactions to, as we're starting to see, allergies to meat. But we've had some good news this week, with researchers in Australia taking us a step closer towards understanding just how mammalian meat allergies can form. And it's something to do with the sugar that usually gets injected into the human body by parasitic ticks. So Matt, that sounds pretty gross. Why is sugar such a problem?
1: Well, Sophie, the sugar that is involved in this process is called galactose alpha one three galactose. Now okay. that's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but fortunately, we can shorten it to alpha gal for we mere mortals and for the rest of this chat and the reason why this sugar is a problem is that humans and our primate cousins don't produce it in our bodies and that means when it gets introduced into our system by another carrier say a tick our immune system fires up a response Now, there's little or no reaction for some people who have a tick bite, but for others it can be life-threatening if it triggers uh, an allergic reaction like anaphylaxis. And, of course, as you mentioned, some develop something called, depending on where you're from on the planet, alpha-gal syndrome or mammalian meat allergy or MMA.
0: Aren't those fun names? Matt, what I want to understand, though, is how do we get from a tick bite To not being able to eat red meat, there seems like a disconnect to me somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, and I bet every meat eater would uh, be right there with you with that question now. And probably the starting point is to understand that the human body is full of antibodies, which we all know are used to respond to all sorts of foreign entities that crop up in our bodies from time to time. And I guess most people probably associate these as part of our immune response to things like bacteria or viruses, but there are other things that are targeted. And one of those is this alpha-gal sugar. Now, a team from the Garvin Institute of Medical Research in Sydney looked at the blood samples donated by those who've got mammalian meat allergy, or let's just call it MMA from now on, and found that one antibody type was significantly overrepresented in response to the presence of alpha-gal.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Through this, the researchers have been able to determine the place on these antibodies that Binds to the alpha-gal molecules and the genes in white blood cells that actually create the antibodies.
0: Okay, so a flood of these antibodies responding to alpha-gal means that we might have an allergic reaction? Exactly. Okay, and so that means the sugar must be present in the meat of other animals if some people become allergic to eating their meat?
1: Correct. So our bodies don't produce alpha-gal, and that's why our immune system wants to get rid of it. It's because other mammals produce the molecule that some people with tick bites can develop MMA. It's present in the cells of those other animals that you might typically find, say, your local butcher. So things like beef, pork, lamb, kangaroo, and so on. Right. And in some cases, it can also extend to the consumption of other animal products like gelatin or animal milks. It can be really quite dangerous and it can be a very challenging allergy to live with because, Sophie, as you know, I don't know if you eat meat, but especially in Western cultures, it's such a, you know intrinsic part of our, our dietary life. So if you had, a, if you had MMA and um, you like to have a couple of snags on the barbie, it wouldn't be a particularly enjoyable experience to be suddenly allergic to it.
0: No, it'd absolutely be a tough one, wouldn't it? And you'd think, or you'd like to think, there's a reason why our immune system is particularly averse to one tiny carbohydrate.
1: You would like to think so. And it's interesting because there's a body of research that's developed over the last few years, maybe a decade or so, looking at the human immune response to alpha gal. And one thing that has been found is that. While in this instance it's implicated in meat allergy formation, it might also be an important factor in the defence against other pathogens like malaria.
0: Oh, okay. How so?
1: Well, so... The parasite that causes malaria, which is called plasmodium, has an alpha-gal coating on its surface. So an immune response that attacks the parasite because of this could be quite important in our defence against that sort of infectious disease forming.
0: Okay. So does this research give us any ability to treat these allergies?
1: Yeah. It's it's probably another step towards developing therapeutics for treating illnesses, whether that's for allergies, induced by ticks, or for other pathogens like uh, plasmodium.
0: And I guess the main thing I want to know now is, how do I avoid this happening to me, Matt?
1: Well, that is the critical question, and I bet a lot of people would wonder that too. How do you think you remove a tick once it latches onto you, Sophie?
0: You know, I don't actually know, but I do remember reading in a weird little illustrated first aid book when I was a kid that whatever you do, you don't squeeze them because that something happens and that's terrible.
1: That's true. That is exactly right. But a lot of people, it's one of those sort of household remedies is you just sort of get a pair of tweezers and and pull it out. But it's actually a misconception that could be quite dangerous. It's the worst thing you could probably do because to your point, ticks hate being agitated. Squeezing ticks run the risk of them either A, injecting you with more of their saliva or B, having them burrow further into your skin. And to be honest, both of those things are really undesirable, at least to me. The Health Advice recommends that all you need to do really is get your hands on an ether-containing spray, and that's something you can probably get over the counter at your local pharmacy. Oftentimes it's something like a wart removal spray, and Mm -hmm. a couple of sprays on the tick will freeze it and eventually it should fall off. Obviously, it's also a good idea to seek some medical advice, but whatever you do, Sophie, don't squeeze the bugger.
0: Do you know what, Matt? I think that's a good life lesson in general. So thank you very much for that. And thanks to everyone for listening. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next installment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia.
1: From Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained A new weekly podcast answering all of life's questions big and small in just 10 minutes Download the Listener app now and listen for free Listener